UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Morning, Kino. Now, just um, <clears throat> let me remind people to pay their taxes. I've just seen that Bayern Munich's uh, president has been given a three-and-a-half-year jail sentence for tax evasion. So interesting. Yes, Uli That's right. Now, German is Mr. Football, as they call him. But, uh, uh, yes, you'll... it was 35 million euros worth of tax evasion, so that's quite on the hefty side, isn't it? Yes, I'd say. In three and a half years for all that amount of money, yeah, I tell you. Uh, now, another helicopter crash, four dead, and this caused by fog, apparently. Yes, not far from... Uh, there was a crash in January where four American servicemen were killed as couple of huge American uh, military bases in Norfolk in the east of England and uh, sort of just up the road from this now we have another helicopter crash we're told not a military helicopter crash a civilian one but four people dead again this happened as yeah, in thick fog um, which may be a factor it may not be you can't, can't always tell because in this day and age sometimes the instrumentation uh, on board these uh, aircraft are extraordinary and and fog almost makes no difference but nonetheless it was pretty thick fog. It crashed soon after takeoff. And at this stage, very few details, apart from the fact, I wonder if this is key, that the helicopter was heading for Northern Ireland. We know that. And it crashed very near a stately home that's owned by uh, a Northern Ireland peer, Lord Ballidmond. So there may be a connection there. He may have been on board. There may have been police officers involved. We'll find out in due course, I guess. Oh, my word. Now, the Diana phone book, an amazing claim here in this hacking trial. Yes, the hacking trial at the Old Bailey, um, which is on all the time. And every now and again, it pops up and um, hits the headlines. And lo and behold, yes, a former royal editor for the now defunct News of the World newspaper has admitted to possessing a phone book, a little green book, as it's called, full of private numbers, full of uh, royal family numbers and others, but only because he says Princess Diana gave it to him. Clive Goodman has already been jailed briefly for illegal phone hacking, but on this occasion he's denying that he paid police officers for these secret numbers. He says the Princess of Wales gave him the numbers because she wanted to take on Prince Charles. She wanted an ally in the press because of all the forces ranged against her. That was his quote, quoting her. Princess Diana apparently sent the phone book through the post when she was going through a very tough time, approaching the period when she was going to get divorced from Charles. That was looming. So, in other words, not me, Gov, it was Princess Diana, which is quite easy to say, isn't it? When is he, the other yeah. party is dead. Easy to blame the dead, they say. Now, the, the banker bonus cracked down. We keep hearing about this. <laughs> yeah, and it still hasn't happened. But nonetheless, <laughs> we're told it might happen. Uh, the Bank of England, in other words, our central bank, having a go at our investment bankers in, uh, in our high street banks. So the central bank is saying, well, actually, we might claw back some bonuses of up to six years, if we find that a bank has big losses, and a few of them have, I mean, the Royal Bank of Scotland just reported losses of £8 billion, Jeez. and yet gave bonuses to its bankers of way over half a billion. So you think, what are they being rewarded for, precisely? What, mm. not being £10 billion in debt? Anyway, <laughs> um, so big losses, misbehaviour, bad risk management, that sort of thing. And the deal is to claw back bonuses for up to six years that really does send a warning shot and and more except let's be honest you know any cash that you made six years ago where's that gone um, mm. how do you get that back yeah. uh, to be practical about it it might be harder than it sounds now we've all heard of light bulb ideas but pray tell the light bulb question <laughs> 
Yes, here we go. This is the real-life variation on the um, how many does it take to screw in a light bulb question. <laughs> so in this case, how many council workers in Cambridge does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, <laughs> residents in a street in Cambridge reported a dodgy street lamp and it needed a new bulb. So a council team turned up and they took away the fuse and the bracket. Then another council team turned up, but they couldn't fit in the new fuse because there was no bracket. Another council team turned up to put the bracket on, but they had no fuse. Another team turned up, they hadn't got the appropriate ladders or a cherry picker, they decided. Then a council team turned up, but they were really just um, there to survey the operation. They had no tools with them. In other words, the total number was 42. No. It took 42 council workers to change the light bulb. The public and by the way, service. it broke again three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could only say one thing to that public service. Hey? Yeah. Public yeah, service. There we go. <laughs> Oxymoron. Thank you so much, Adam Gilchrist. Have a good weekend. We'll chat to you Monday. Thank you. Cheers, Kita. Here we go, Adam Gilchrist, and your you.